Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, I feel slightly guilty that I've been reading where I shouldn't have been a reading. No, it's not an official secret. A folder left on a park bench or a porn magazine plucked from the top shelf. It's somewhere paywalled. Yup, and I pledged not to do paywalled. In an effort not to be sued for whatever you can be sued for, for quoting the secrets behind the paywall, I won't mention the source. However, it is based on government data and involves the police service. Or is it the police force? I'm never quite sure. The boys and girls in blue are going through a wretched time. If accounts to be believed, we could be forgiven for believing the only qualification required to become a police officer is a criminal record. And I don't mean owning anything by Rod Stewart. Setting that aside and clinging to a desperate belief in the efficacy of the Rehabilitation of Offenders programme, the police are facing some big problems. You might ask, what has that got to do with the NHS or social care? Stay with me. The number of voluntary resignations from the Police Service of England and Wales has increased by 72%. Voluntary resignations now account for 19% of all leavers. Retention is one of the biggest challenges facing policing. To understand the situation better, the University of Portsmouth conducted exit interviews with officers who'd handed in their warrant cards. Exit interviews are as much as a novelty for the police as they are for the NHS. The findings show the old build weren't turning it in because of stress or danger, but because of internal organisation issues, poor leadership, lack of promotion or progression, and lack of a voice. Coppers didn't feel they were worth, well, a copper. They felt devalued. Many didn't even know their line manager, and there was me thinking it was Sarge or Governor. They thought appraisals were a waste of time and raising issues was akin to raising rhubarb in January. Add to that the lack of role models and difficulties returning from maternity leave, lack of organisational justice, fairness, guidance and management defensiveness, and you'll get the picture. The culture prevented speaking out. Altogether, an arresting picture of a pretty rotten place to work. Is it true? Well, the people interviewed are people who'd left the police service. They'd made their decision and, in a sense, would have to self-justify throwing away a career, a job for life and a pension. They would have to keep persuading themselves they'd made the right decision. But I wonder how many of their former colleagues there are that every shift come to work without a foolhardy commitment, with a grudge, with a lead foot, without joy thinking they just have to put up with it. By now, I guess you've guessed where this is going. I'll wager a shilling you'll be thinking of another big employer. I'll bet you could cross out the police reference in any of these paragraphs and insert the name of another big state employer you are familiar with. Police and NHS are interchangeable in the way they treat staff. See them as one police officer put it, just a number. For us, a name on a rotor. What is it about state employers? 
there's been incidents of bullying in the army, goodness knows what goings on in the navy, and the air force have issues as well. They seem to be casual relationships between these employers and their people. Is there a narrative that says you're a squaddy and there's not much else you can do in civvy streets, so suck it up? Is there a casualness that says you're the old Bill, there's only one force, so if you want to go and be a bouncer in a nightclub, good luck. Otherwise, put up with it and think of your pension. Do we say you're a nurse? You're in a profession? It's a vocation. What else are you going to do? I'll tell you the answer. That nurse will work around their family commitments, look after their kids by working for an agency. Earn more. Walk away from the bureaucracy and the frontline grief. Bust the NHS wages budget. And we'll be left wondering why we weren't a bit nicer. This has been Roy Lilly. Thanks for listening. And I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye-bye now.